We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is February 2nd. It is 2024. We have nine game NBA slates to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined as always on Friday by my good buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, brother. It's uh it's a new month. Like, I mean, it's it's February 1st. Like, man, the year is we've got a month gone, and so Time to uh, recalibrate a little bit, if you will. Start out fresh, and and hopefully, man, we, we we've got some winners coming. It's funny you say that because that's exactly what I did on Thursday. I took the day off. Um, anybody that listens to the podcast every day knows that I didn't do a podcast on Thursday. Just completely reset. Um, have a lot of stuff coming up with NASCAR, and just kind of took the day, spent some time with the kids, and um, ready for a busy weekend of NASCAR. Ready for a nice nine game NBA slate. And uh, just, I mean, ready to hang out, you know, feel good. Got some sleep. You know, anyone that knows me knows that uh, that's huge. So got some sleep. 
I did uh I did do the RG squad ride and that hit so one for one on bets. That's all you know, that's a profitable night, right? You know, straight yeah. only one you hit, the only one you bet. So hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night here in YouTube chat. What's up, YouTube? Hope you're chilling, having fun, hanging out. Subscribe if you haven't already. We're getting closer to a thousand subscribers here on the morning grind page on YouTube. We got uh, some basketball, so let's get into it. Have some fun. It's a it's a really interesting NBA slate. I was breaking it down about forty five minutes ago, and just a very interesting slate and a lot of things to talk about on this slate. So let's jump in here. We got Miami at Washington, two thirty two and a half total. Miami eight point favorite in this game. Robinson's out on the Miami side, and then on the Washington side, Livers is out. Bagley and pool questionable. The the thing that we should just start off right off the bat here is Washington plays at the fastest pace in the NBA. Miami's 29th. So huge pace up spot here for Miami. We're starting with them. Duncan Robinson already ruled out. Do we trust Jay Rich to come out and shoot 60% from three again? Um, absolutely smashed the other night against Sacramento. I know that because I had Tyler Hero's point prop and it was it was all Jay Rich in that game. And it was like the least amount of shots that Tyler Hero has taken in over a month. So that wasn't fun. But uh Will, what do you got here for Miami? Um, it's just an interesting spot for them because um they should, I mean, get off in this Washington matchup. Um the thing is, Stevie, I mean, it's still a lot of miles to feed on this team. Like you talked about, we got Hero. Now, look, am I expecting Hero to come out and take nine shots again against what? Of course not, right? Like, no. But, you know, I think 13 to 15 is probably a reasonable ask. Uh, Terry Rozier played 30 minutes. He only took eight shots, Stevie. Eight. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and I know Jimmy Butler had a huge game just, like, from a DFS perspective. Stevie, he took 14 shots. Now, he was very active, um, you know, uh, at the free throw line. He took 12 free throws, 10 in the game before that. But he still only took 14 shots. You know, you move this thing along the Bam out of bio. He didn't take a lot of shots either. He took 14. So, Stevie, it's like, kind of like we're talking about. The shots are spread out. It's just do the other things come into play, the rebounds, the assists, the steals, the blocks. I definitely think they could. I mean. It feels like the odd man out is Rozier. Like, he really hasn't had the uh, the, the crazy shot attempts, but he's still, Stevie, since he's been there, I think he's been there playing three or four games. He's still mostly taking double-digit shot attempts. I just – it's a hard team for me to peg. I think I think you can play them, Stevie, but this is a team, right, as, as of this moment, we got to go to our yearly philosophy right now. You got to put them in a group and say, hey, zero to one, no more than two. With this matchup with Washington, I hope that, you know, as you build your lineups, man, you, you hit the right combination. Yeah, Miami is super interesting here just in general, but I think I go back to Josh Richardson. If he gets 25 minutes in this fast-paced spot, I could see him scoring 25-ish fantasy points. I don't think he shoots 60% from the three-point line again, but 25 fantasy points at 3,500 I think is a very fair outcome at, at that price point. So. I like him, and then outside of him, I think Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler are the two guys that I would be focusing on the most here. 
But I mean, this is a great spot for Bam. He's just his production has been great. It's just not paying off eighty four hundred. So I think I, I turn to the scores in this game, Butler Hero, and then maybe take some shots on Josh Richardson. High Smith, his minutes has kind of gone away here with Jacquez coming back. Jacquez hasn't been great since coming back, but like his price is now under six K. So you know, he's someone you could potentially take some shots on as well. It's a fast paced spot. It's a great spot for Miami. Washington side, Poole and Bagley matter. You know, if Gafford's not going to have anybody behind him, he should play 30-plus minutes here uh, against Bam. So if Bagley ends up sitting in this game, I think it's a bump to Gafford. If Poole ends up sitting in this game, it's a bump to Denny, maybe Tyus Jones, Kuzma. Kespert probably starts if Poole doesn't start. So he's 3,400. Some potential value. Miami's still a good defensive team. They've been worse defensively with the addition of Terry Rozier. So this is a spot I think we could take some advantage, take advantage of some of these Washington players if we get some news on Bagley and pool sitting. Yeah, for sure. I I don't I don't hate that call. Um I, I, I've been a fan of just not playing Washington, but once again, Steve, if you talk about these guys sitting, like that's that's really really going to open up some some interesting minutes. So, you know, Gafford at fifty nine hundred, I do think is a is a good play, um, especially if he gets thirty minutes. If he gets thirty minutes, Stevie, like this at fifty nine hundred, I'm, I'm definitely willing to uh, to play him. If Pool is out, you know, as you already mentioned, you know. This, I think, impacts everyone. Like, obviously, we feel like DeLon Wright uh, would pick up some minutes, Stevie, but I think it would help Tyus Jones. Like, how would they handle Bilal Koulibaly? Like, does he now play 35 minutes? Uh, he feels like he would he would kind of enter into some form of a, a much larger role. You know, does Corey Kispert now play 35 minutes? Like, I think some one of those cheaper guys – you know, now falls into a much more interesting role and it still impacts, you know, the other guys that play all the time. So I, I'm with you. I, I, in general, I don't usually play Washington, but if those couple of guys said, I, I definitely think it helps. Well, Paul missed the last game and the game was out of hand against the Clippers and Cole Bale played 38 minutes in that game, 37 yeah. technical minutes. He played 37, yeah. 50, 59. 38 so, minutes. Like, yeah, 38 minutes. 30 exactly. Minutes. And when the game got out of hand in the fourth quarter, they left him in there. And, like, he was playing garbage time with, like, Davis and, like, Baldwin. So, I think I like that call if Poole is out. I like it even more um, if Bagley's out, too. So, I think that he is definitely someone we can look at. Realize, though, 14 of his fantasy points the other night, of his 33 fantasy points, were in garbage time. So, he needs he needs the minutes and he needs the shots, but he's going to get more of an opportunity if this game gets out of hand. We got Clippers at Pistons, 235.5 total in this game. The Clippers, an 11-point favorite. Zubac still out. Masala, Mascala, and Stewart out for Detroit. Let's go Clippers here first. It sounds like Paul George will play, not on the injury report. Took the day off the other day. Uh, we saw Kawhi do his thing, and they absolutely blew out Washington. He didn't play the fourth. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Another really good spot here. 
I mean, I still lean Kawhi as like the top guy. I like James Harden. Outside of that, though, I mean, you could potentially take some shots on like Amir Coffee if you're looking for like a, a punt type of play. I don't hate, you know, Powell or Westbrook here, but I like those guys more if we were going to get one of the big three out. The big men's minutes are so spread out that I just feel like we're looking at Kawhi and James Harden here. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, and Paul George's price has come down, Stevie, but, you know, for good reason, because they are trying to limit him, I think, through the All-Star break. At least that's what it feels like to me, Stevie. Um, cause, you know, he came back from that, uh, I guess, minor injury, and they, and they said they were going to limit him, and they have been limiting his minutes. So I don't feel like if, if this game was out of hand, he's for sure, I think, the first starter that's going to sit. I don't hate Kawhi. Um, you know, with you there, don't hate Harden. Like those are the two, uh, two guys that are really playing the minutes. Um, outside of that, Steve, I don't think we have to target anyone else from the Clippers. Detroit side of this one, Cunningham probable, and with Stewart, Stewart being out. I mean, nobody really behind Jalen Duran here. I could see him. Getting 30-plus minutes, having a, a good outing in this one. Um, we should mention that Gallinari out of nowhere played 23 minutes the other night, had a pretty pretty solid usage rate at 3,300. So, I mean, Muscala out, Stewart out. Maybe we see Gallinari get 20 minutes again here. Um, he's really cheap. He could easily bust, and I don't know if he stays out there if this game's out of hand, but I think Duran. Bogdanovich, Gallinari, all in play. I don't know if I want to play Cade. He's usually the guy I look at the most here, but he's still coming back from injury, and I think I need to see a ceiling game for Cade before I start jumping on playing Cade at 8K again. Yeah, absolutely. And generally, the Clippers have been a tough team. Now, night to night, Stevie, obviously, we know it's the NBA. Things can happen. But I'm with you in terms of Cade. I think he's a guy that we don't mind uh, allowing to sit on the bench. Another guy that started looks like Steve is back to playing minutes. Alec Burks just, but but this is the slate where he could play 20 minutes and burn us. So I think I would reserve him for tournaments only. Uh, no cash game consideration whatsoever. Obviously, we know Bogdanovich has stable minutes at 6,300. I think it's fair. You're probably going to need him to score 25 real points. Uh, to get you to some form of a ceiling, but that's definitely something that's in the cards. I love the Gallinari call, Stevie. This might be something if we can get ahead of it with um, with Stewart out. Like if he's going to play 25 minutes, Steve, or close to 25 minutes, this could be some interesting value that probably goes overlooked at 3,300. That, that one of my favorite calls tonight. Love that. Yeah, I mean, and like he played meaningful minutes. He was out there a lot in rotation. He ended up starting the third quarter in that game. Um, so I thought that was, you know, somewhat interesting that he started the third quarter. Um, he started over, he started over Masala. So he, there's a chance that like Gallinari starts this game and, and like he probably doesn't finish, but if he starts, he probably plays like 20 plus minutes at this price. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why I wanted to bring him up. Will, I, I don't even know if this is the game of the night, but it's a fantastic game. We got Phoenix at Atlanta, 248.5 total here. Phoenix, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Lee is out. Hunter is questionable for Atlanta. 
let's talk about it. I mean, just a phenomenal spot for Phoenix. Huge pace up spot, bad defense. Uh, what do we like here for the Suns? Uh, looks like Nurkhead is 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 Newt game the other night, Stevie. Just my gosh, just went kind of postal here. 28, 11, and six. Uh, this is a spot he could get it done again. I still don't trust it. I'm really not thrilled about Devin Booker, despite his massive performances, you know, kind of in a stretch there. I think at 10K, I just think there's some other guys that that I could I could include at 10K. Um, we saw Bradley Beal, you know, just kind of wet the bed against Brooklyn, and obviously we saw Nurkic have a big game. At 6,500, though, I still don't hate it, and I think you know, I wouldn't mind taking Kevin Durant either at 9,200. Durant and Beal feel a little better to me than Booker, and I know Booker, uh, man, he's got so much upside, but at 9,900, I still don't think, Stevie, he's – I think he's a little bit overpriced, and so I, I'm willing to uh, take let him take a backseat to these two other stars. Yeah, I mean, I, I still like Devin Booker in this matchup. Um, I think that his ceiling is massive. Um, just in general, like he's a guy that we kind of expect to play 35 to 40 minutes every night. We expect him to take 20-plus shots a night. And, I mean, he could easily smash in any matchup. Now we're getting a, a pace-up spot. He could crush. I mean, I think Kevin Durant had a big game the other night against Brooklyn. And it doesn't shock me that going back to Brooklyn, Kevin Durant had a kind of a big game. Nurkic smashed. Nurkic could smash again. So I think Nurkic at 6,600, like you said, maybe we take some shots on him. Um, unless he's going to be super chalky. I mean, if he's going to be super chalky, I could get off of it. As far as like Eric Gordon, I mean, Allen going to be back in this game with the ankle. So um Derek wants to know do we think Murray is gonna guard Booker I would assume I would assume that, he, <sighs> that that's a weird that's a weird combination Steve if they do that I mean essentially essentially Beal could play point guard too. like they could just move him yeah that's on ball handler I think yeah I mean overall I feel like Trey probably guards Beal and Murray probably guards Booker I would assume. Um, I mean, that's my that would be my assumption. Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of this three headed monster. Like, pick your poison. Okay, well, if this is what we're gonna do, then you know, Beal, Beal, and Beal and Durant, I mean, and Booker will still be fine. But you know, I... yeah, I mean, like, okay, in, in years past, Dejounte has been decent defensively, but I mean. He's been anything but good defensively yeah. this year. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, good defense. yeah, I mean, Trey's been a little bit better on defense this year, but like not even close to good defense from either one of them this year. So, I mean, kind of why I like Booker. I think Booker's in a solid spot here. Uh, going to the Atlanta side of this game, I definitely think Trey Young is playable in this one. I think that this is a type of game you could pay up for a stud. I think Jalen Johnson is someone that has the upside to like really fill the stat sheet in this type of game, so I don't mind him. Kind of gets murky after that. I mean, DeJounte is only 8,100. Like You could te technically um, 
take some shots on DeJounte, but now he's back to 8K. Um, and Derek, just for what it's worth, you didn't know Murray's defense is downgraded. Yeah, like the best defensive rating on this team is a 104. DeJounte's 15th out of 17 people have played minutes for this team. He's the worst of all the starters by far defensively. His defensive rating is like 120.1. Um, it's really, really high. So not getting it not getting it done this year defensively. That's why Atlanta's so bad defensively in general is the guard play has just been awful. Um, and that's what I was going to say. Like, this just isn't a defensive team. Now, now you take him out of this system, CV, and put him as an example. If you sent him to uh, Boston, he'd probably be an elite defender because of how they're going to force him to play defense in a different a different way. So it's just this team doesn't want to play defense. If they did, they'd be better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they went to play run and gun. I mean, that's what yeah. we're seeing out of Atlanta this year. That's why this total is 248 and a half, too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you like here on the Atlanta side? Yeah, same things you like, Steve. I like Murray. Uh, not Murray. I mean, I like Trey Young. Uh, I am I am for sure with you on, uh, on Jalen Johnson. I mean, this man has been spectacular. Uh, so I, I really like him. Sometimes, man, Okongu is sneaky to me. Um, I think he's just okay in this spot. Um, you know, Capella at 5,700, I, I don't hate him either. But, you know, mainly the main guy. Sadiq Bay at 6,200 is a guy I'm probably taking the fade on. Uh, he has been playing a fair amount of minutes, Steven. He's going to be out there uh, to probably try to help with Mr. Durant and company, but I'm at 6,200. I think I'm going to pass on him today. One thing that I noticed um, that I thought was somewhat interesting here is Trey Young. So I was looking at um, props before we got started trying to find my prop for our morning grind game. And I thought Trey Young's point prop was really low. Um, It's not the one that I'm going to give out later, but I did end up betting this. It's at 25 and a half. We have a 248 total. Phoenix is allowing well over 25 points per game to opposing point guards. I just thought Trey's Trey's like point prop was too low. Um, I was interested to hear your thoughts. I'd made a note to ask you what your thoughts were on 25 and a half for him. Yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty low, Stevie, considering the situation. And one of the main reasons, if you just look at the shot attempt, Stevie, like, I mean, past two games, he's been over 20 and he's you know, he hovers around 20 most games. Like, that's not including his free throws, which, some, you know, he's not shooting like 12 every night, but some nights he is. Most nights he's around, you know, six to seven plus the shot attempts. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's way too low. And he's taking, let's call it five three pointers a game, five to seven. He'll probably hit two of those. And then you leave him another 13 shot attempts, Stevie, for, for for uh for for mid-range layup stuff like that you know if he's taking 13 you know two-point field goals he's probably making half of those yeah you know, it's like it's too low plus yeah, I thought it, throws. it's too low i mean i bet it so i thought it was too low he's averaging 27 points per game this season and i mean nothing's really changed for atlanta overall and he's at home yeah, I mean, he's been better on the road this year, but home road splits, throw him out the window. 
Uh, we got Sacramento at Indiana, two forty-five and a half total here. Kings, two and a half point favorites. The Pacers are on the second end of a back-to-back. I mean, questionable. I would assume here for Halliburton because they've been very careful with his minutes. Uh, Matherin ended up missing Thursday's game with a toe. Uh, so we'll see if he's back or not for this one. But and then someone got ruled out, right? Didn't someone get hurt? Um, was it Jalen Smith or something? I thought someone got hurt in this in the Pacers game during the game, but I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure I got an alert about someone getting hurt. But I'll check that here. Oh, it was Jared Allen. Jared Allen got hurt, and I was thinking that it On was the um, game. yeah, the Jalen Smith. I the two names too close. All right, let's go Kings first. Uh, Fast-paced game. A lot of scoring in this one. We got big totals on this slate. This is another one of those big total games. Yeah. Uh, what do we like here for the Kings? Definitely like some bonuses, Stevie. Attempt for uh, one of my favorite plays on, on the slate facing Indiana. Um, he should be able to have a, a, a nice game inside. This feels like a Keegan Murray game to me, Stevie. I hate the fact that he just kind of went nuts against Miami. But this, these are, to me, this feels like you know, one of those spots where, you know, he's able to get off. And, and not just because of the last time. Last time you see his face, 27-9, and nine, Stevie. And I'm not saying that's coming, but this is this is the spot for him to get out, have to have a fair amount of wide-open shots. Uh, I don't hate De'Aaron Fox now. He, his upside has been very limited in terms of true upside recently. Uh, but in this spot, I definitely like it. I don't I don't uh, mind Kevin Herter as well, Stevie. He seems to have kind of – solidified his role as the starter now. Stevie playing big minutes where where and, and it feels like he's playing starters minutes and Malik Monk is now playing bench minutes. And I don't know what happened there, Stevie. It's like they're just not playing Malik Monk. But if Kevin Herter is going to be playing 35 to 40 minutes in this spot, I mean you have to you have to consider him at 5100. It's it's a really good spot for him. Really good. Yeah, I've heard her written down as someone I want to see his point prop later in the day. Um, typically don't get those till morning of with back-to-backs, but I really like Kevin Herter. Love that call. The minutes have been very consistent. He's been playing great. And earlier this season, he erupted for 31 actual points um, against this Indiana team. So really like Kevin Herter in this spot. I'm with you on that. I love Sabonis' call. He definitely seems one of the top spend-ups on this slate. Harrison Barnes did not let us down the other night. Nine points um, oh, back yes, to back. So, I, I had the under. Don't you worry. I think I'm out on this game though. Um, I've been riding the under, and like this game is too fast paced with a lot of lot of potential for sloppiness. So yeah, yeah. I think I'll pass on the under on Harrison Barnes today. We, but we got uh, our money back, Stephen. I hopped on after all of your under. So yeah. like twelve, I, I hopped on in the Memphis game and the Miami game. So like. We're back in the clear here. We're, we're back in the clear. I am. I'm definitely up money on Barnes <laughs> under points. Um, I hope. I hope it comes in at like 13 and a half, and he scores like 20 in this game, and then we get back on the under um, next yeah. week. So, yeah, for sure. Um, that's kind of it for me on the Sacramento side. On the Indiana side, I think it's all going to be kind of a wait and see process here. If Halliburton ends up sitting in this game, I think we could potentially take some shots on Numhard and TJ McConnell. 
Siakam, good spot for him at 8,600. He hasn't shown like a ton of ceiling. He's had one or two games with good upside. So I don't necessarily hate him. I like Neesmith. Neesmith's been playing great recently. So taking some shots here. If Matherin's ends up out and Halliburton ends up out, we're going to see um, some nice value here on the on the Pacers side. Yeah, Neesmith has been playing big minutes, Stevie. And yeah, and I know some of this, Stevie, was guys were hurt. Like they've had, they've been mixing and matching. Like TJ didn't play one game. This guy didn't play one. So like I understand context is everything. So I do want to see what happens in this game with with all the pieces back. However, we know they could possibly sit Halliburton. Stevie, I came across something interesting, and I'm not sure if Halliburton is on the edge or if he's already missed it, but but this is important for how I think he's going to be treated long-term the rest of the season. With the new collective bargaining agreement, Stevie, players have to play 65 games to be eligible for season-ending awards, NBA first team, MVP, defensive player, stuff like that. And so Halliburton was legitimately injured, but if he doesn't complete 65 games, Stevie, he's going to lose $41 million as, as a result because he won't be eligible for certain payups. So I, I think, and I, and I hate to kind of get into that early, but I was listening to a show today and I said, man, that that's interesting. So a lot of these bigger players, Tatum, and he, like they're going to have some incentive to play. And so I'm wondering – and they have to play at least 20 minutes in the game for it to be considered played, I think, Steve, if I'm not mistaken. now, we, And we can look that part up. But I'm bringing that up to say if Halliburton can go, I think I think he's going to go. And even if they have to limit him on the back-to-back, he's already missed so many games. I, I don't think he wants to miss and cost himself $41 million. And, I, and then maybe him and the team work that out somehow. But I think if he can go – He's going to go, and that, that that was my my reason behind that that long dissertation. Now getting into the plays, um, I, I'm I'm probably out on Halliburton even at 9300. Um, I don't I don't know if he plays the full game here as a result of that. Uh, I am hoping that uh, Aaron Neesmith can keep his his rotation minutes even in the 35 range at 5700. Love him in this spot. I don't hate Turner in this spot. I don't hate Siakam in this spot. I think this could be a really nice game. Obviously, the totals high and tight. Indiana's at home. Uh, Sacramento has not been playing as well as they have been recently, uh, recently as they have been earlier in the year. And so I'm, I'm looking for a competitive game. He Caliburton is the is he? He's not an unrestricted free agent, right? No, I think when when they made that trade, I think Indiana's keeping the bird rights, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he signed a con- like a contract or something for like two hundred million over five years or something. I know he's still, I think he's still on like his rookie like four year deal that he signed with the Kings. But I'm pretty sure like starting next year, like he had a contract extension for five years, two hundred something million. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, here's the thing. This this, this is the kicker. Twenty three. He's in the final year of his rookie deal. Signed a five year max in July, but. A base value at 204, but that could increase to 245. And that's that extra 41 million based on the games and all these other factors that are in the new CBA. 41 million is a lot of money. I, 
if he can go, I, I think he's going to try to play. Two hundred million is still a lot of money. Um, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that to say, I don't think I'd play Halliburton even if he does go here. I, I think I want to play Neesmith, Numhar, and McConnell, depending on whether or not Halliburton plays. I think McConnell's in play. So, and then outside of that, I, I mean, I really don't have a ton of interest. Um, maybe a little Jalen Smith, but I, I really think it's a Numhar, Neesmith type of slate especially if Halliburton ends up sitting. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we got Golden State at Memphis, 223 total in this one. Memphis on the second end of a back-to-back. Moody, Paul, Peyton, Sarge out for Golden State. Um I think Sarge being out actually matters a little bit. We'll talk about that here first. Let's go Golden State. No Dario Sarge. He's a guy that plays 15 to 20 minutes a night. So, I mean, is that a bump? I don't know, like, how much more Kaminga can technically play. Podsy is already playing. Yeah, I think, like, this could be a spot that Jackson Davis potentially gets a few extra minutes with Sarge out. I, I mean, he is... He's somewhat up, like a little bit of upside. I just, they're finally saying, you know what, Looney, you've been great for us over the years, but let's let these young guys play. And so it's, it's great to see that that's happening. I think Jackson Davis has some potential here with Sarge being ruled out. But I mean, Kaminga, I think is still too cheap. He's 6,200. He's filling the stat sheet. And I mean, this is a guy that scored 40 fantasy points in three of his last four games and the minutes Ever since that Steve Kerr-Kaminga thing kind of happened, Kaminga's minutes have been much more secure, and he's been playing great basketball. Yes, Stevie. I mean, I I kind of hopped on the train a little bit early. I played in, uh, I think, the previous day he was 5,800, Stevie, and I was able to get in on that. Um, this is this is fantastic, and this is what we've been looking for. Uh, you know, Podsy's been playing minutes too, Stevie, 5,500. Yep. I don't hate him against Memphis in a spot where – he could get in with that second unit and just terrorize them, Steven, and possibly flash a little upside here. So this is this is a really good spot for Golden State. And the other thing, too, Steven, Memphis hasn't been laying down and just taking losses. They've been competitive recently. So I, I think Golden State is in for some competition to, uh, on this slate, which will open it up for us to be able to play these guys. So uh, I love the TJD call. Uh, love Kaminga, uh, love Podsy. We've got Clay Thompson at 5,900. And wow, 
He's been all over the place, Stevie. All matchups aren't created equal. I like him at 5,900. I think that's a fair price and still some meat on the bone there. Uh, same for same for Steph Curry at, at, at 9,400. Uh, I, I wouldn't – I would play Kaminga over him just for price purposes, but I still like him today against Memphis. All right. Um Kaminga to 7.3 on FanDuel. I think he's definitely more playable on with that DK price. Um going to the Memphis side of this game. They're on a back-to-back. They're missing a lot of pieces. There was a trade earlier today that sent um Steven Adams to for Oladipo, right? Wasn't that the trade? Yeah, Oladipo. To, to hurt guys. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like what two or three second round picks involved in it as well. Um, so it sounded like Memphis is kind of moving some salary and taking on some salary with Oladipo, but getting some second round picks. Um, I mean, who knows? But anyway, on the Memphis side, a lot of injuries here. Will anything jumping off the page to you from Memphis? Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. So you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most, when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Uh, I mean, if these guys continue to sit, Stevie, like, you know, Scotty Pippen Jr.'s playing minutes if he gets 32 minutes, uh, I think he's fine. Like, we already know Luke Kennard isn't going to play, so... Or, or I, I'm, perhaps he doesn't play. If he's out, then Scottie Pippen Jr. is in play. John Concher is probably in play. Uh, Roddy would be in play. Gigi Jackson in play. I just that's kind of where we are with this team, Stevie. I, I probably wouldn't play Triple J, although he's the one guy that could get there. He's also the most expensive. But these cheaper guys, that, quite frankly, I still think they're playing tonight. Gigi Jackson's going to have a game where he shoots the ball well. And when he does that, he's going to have a big fantasy game. They're giving him a ton of minutes off that bench right now. They're only playing like nine deep. They don't have a ton of people playing right now. Um, So I like Gigi Jackson. I know we've talked about him a bunch over the last few podcasts, but he's going to have a night where he shoots well. I mean, like he was three for four, 14 from the field, one for eight from the field on Thursday night. And like, he's going to have one of these games where he just puts a good shooting night together. And if he's doing that with 30 minutes, he can score 30 plus fantasy points. So um, Gigi Jackson very much in play for me. 
Sante, Triple J. I think Triple J is still your ceiling play. Sante's been doing a lot on the boards. Um, Contra's been doing a lot on the boards. So, and then like you mentioned, Scotty Pittman Jr. has been playing some minutes and just cool to see. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just cool to see. Uh, he's been playing some really solid defense too. I, and I was reading a thing about him the other day where um, the defense for him has been really good. So, uh, moving on. We got New Orleans at San Antonio. 237 and a half total. New Orleans is a seven point favorite in this game. Herb Jones is questionable. Larry Nance is questionable. And Zion's questionable on the New Orleans side. Bassey is out. Collins and Keldon are questionable on the San Antonio side. Will, I think today we're kind of watching this Larry Nance news. Him and Herb Jones and Zion sit. Like, if we get a Valanchunas 35-minute game against San Antonio, he's going to smash them. Um, This is huge news. Like, this is big news. Like, Larry Nance has made it where, like, Valanchunas is playing, like, 20 minutes a night. If Valanchunas gets 30 minutes, like, we just saw it against Houston. He played 33 minutes, scored 47 fantasy points. He's too cheap for 30 minutes. He's priced like he's playing 24 minutes. Yeah, and he'll be getting a matchup with the terrible rebounding Spurs, up-tempo Spurs, uh, this would be an incredible spot, Stevie. You know, someone else that I think, just based on kind of how this roster is set up, and we did see him play some minutes the other night, but if Herb Jones sits, um, Zion sits, you know, Trey Murphy should pick up a, a, a nice compliment of minutes. Now, they did play Najee Marshall the other night for 31 minutes, but – and I, I think that's fine because he's 3,900, Stevie. So I, I'm not against Najee Marshall, but I still think Trey Murphy uh, w- w- would be in play. And then, of course, we got the Alvis guys. Like, you, you should be looking at Brandon Ingram in this spot. You should be looking at C.J. McCollum in this spot because this is going to be an up-tempo matchup with bad defense. So uh, I, I, I like this team today, Stevie. And then if Zion plays and some of these other guys play, then, you know, you just kind of adjust accordingly. But it's still, it's a good spot for this team. Good spot indeed. I mean, just listen, the first thing I did when I was doing my injury report and I saw Larry Nance questionable was go to see if Fallon Shunis lines were up and they're not. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just being honest. So I, I would play a lot of Valanchunas if, if we get news that Larry Nance is not going to play in this game on the San Antonio side. Don't necessarily love this spot for Wimby. He he's always the ceiling guy. Um, Outside of that, I mean, it really kind of kind of depend like if Keldon ends up playing or not. If we want to play some Sohan and Vassell, maybe some Trey Jones. But I mean, Wimby's the, always the target for me on San Antonio. I just don't necessarily love the spot for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was interesting for me to see though, Stevie. I do think the Houston Rockets. Um, and the Orlando Magic are probably a, a better defensive team than the Pelicans in, in a way. And, I mean, we saw him have an okay night against Orlando. The thing is, like you said, Steve, five blocks, two steals. He just got upside. He only had 21, eight, and three. But the five blocks and the two steals helped him to still, Stevie, hit pretty much practically 50 fantasy points. And, Stevie, there's a theme. There's a theme here that we have seen. Every night, Wimby's giving us 50, pretty much. And while I do trust the Pelicans to slow the game or game down somewhat, I still think Wimby's got that ceiling. 9,300, I think I'm in because I feel confident 
at least for now, they're going to give him his 30 minutes. Um, you know, Trey Jones would be a guy that I still wouldn't mind. Stevie, he's come down. Price is now 5,500. Uh, I don't mind that price of him with him playing minutes, especially if these guys or if they continue to have guys sit. We saw a weird night from, from Jetty Osman, Stevie. Played 28 minutes, only 15 fantasy points. I think if Keldon's out again, he's in play, right? I mean, 3,500 playing close to 30 minutes. That's something we, I think we'd end up talking about when I, but we, I think we have to consider. Yeah. I mean, if, if Keldon sits, I think yeah. Jetty is definitely in play here. Um, all right, moving on. We got Hornets, Thunder. 231 and a half total. Uh, the Thunder is 16 and a half point favorite against your Charlotte Hornets here. Ball is doubtful. Hayward and Williams remain out. And then on the Thunder side, Joe and Williams are out. Let's go Charlotte first. Ball doubtful. Um, I mean, that's huge, right? What are we looking at, if anything, here for Charlotte? Well, they're playing Cody Martin at point right now, Stevie. That's what they've been doing with him. So at... Uh... 4700 I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Nick Richards at 58. I'm okay with PJ at 59. I, I probably won't play Bridges. I'm okay with Miller at 6800 but you just have to understand, like, he's either going to be in the 20s or the 40s. There's not really much middle ground there right now. And that's all I got for Charlotte, man. I'm just so tired of this bad team. Yeah, McGowan started the other night and only ended up playing what thirteen minutes or something like That's that. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just oh, don't. yeah. I mean, it's bad. They're playing Nick Lakina, Ish Smith, Nick Smith. They don't care. Um, I mean, I think if you think this game is going to stay close, you're probably I taking. I don't either, but I think if you are, if you are playing this game, it's probably just saying, hey, Bridges is going to have to put up 70 fantasy points for this game to be close and you take shots on bridges. I'm so glad my son's playing basketball tomorrow. I don't have to force myself to watch this bad game. <laughs> All right. Thunder side of this one. Anything jumping off the page to you here for the thunder? Yeah, man. FDA should have a field day if he can get the minutes. Um, you know, the other night we did see Jalen uh, Williams sit and I was trying to, he's already him. out. No, 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 I know, but what, what I'm saying is I, I was hoping that Giddy would get 30-ish minutes, and he, he didn't get there. So uh, I'm that was just very interesting to me. Now, Lou Dort's 3,900, Stevie. I don't mind Lou Dort in this spot against the Hornets. I think that's pretty cheap for, uh, for a guy that should be out there. I mean, we saw Aaron Wiggins pick up 25 minutes. He started the Aaron or Aaron Wiggins started the second yeah. half instead of Kendrick Williams. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like it, it's interesting times. Chet Holmgren, Stevie. I don't think I played Chet, but maybe once all year. Chet gets played in this spot. Listen to me, folks. Chet gets played in this spot. He's not an elite rebounder, but we can't. He's going to do everything else, and he'll probably still pick up seven or eight rebounds. Stevie, Chet. Chet's a good play today. I already, already bet his over eight and a half rebounds. Um, yeah, I, I know he's not an elite rebounder, but Charlotte is terrible at rebounding, and he's hit over eight and a half in four of the last five games, five of the last six, if we really want to get technical. So, yeah, it, it, it's wild. 
Wow. Yeah, and the one game that he didn't was against Minnesota. Shocking. Um, so I, I like Holmgren here for his rebounding upside. But yeah, I mean, SGA, if this game stays close, like if you're playing, if you are playing Bridges, you're running it back with SGA. I mean, you're just, that is the, that's the ceiling of this game, right? Like those two guys, close competitive game. I mean, the Thunder still win this game. The Thunder still win this game, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, overall, I I like Holmgren. I like Chet for sure, but I like SGA a lot. And then I, I really like this spot for Wiggins. I, I just want to hammer Aaron Wiggins home one more time. I really like the spot for him. I wouldn't be shocked if he starts in this game. Yeah. And Lou Dort, like you said, he played 36 minutes the other night. Not a huge fantasy point per minute producer, but um, good matchup. Sits in the corner a lot. Thunder or Magic and Minnesota, 213 total. Minnesota, seven and a half point favorite. Nobody on the injury report for this game overall. Um, no one that matters. I think Clark's out for Minnesota, but he's been out, I think, all season. Um, let's go Orlando first. Talked about it in depth the other day about how Wendell Carter's minutes have just kind of been taken away by blowouts and games not staying close, foul trouble. 5,600, even in a tough matchup, I think. I think I'm taking some shots here on Wendell Carter Jr. I think the price has gotten to the point where it's too low. I, I know the matchup's tough, but him and Franz, I think, are are cheap. Paolo getting the the all-star nod. I love to see it as a Magic fan. I think that it's great that he's getting recognition. He is he is a superstar. He's going to be a superstar. Um, talk to me here about the Magic. Yeah, man. I, I think I like these cheap pieces today. I, see, I don't even hate Markel Fultz today. Like, if you didn't look, you don't realize, like, the minutes are kind of back up here. He's got 30 minutes against the Spurs, 27 against Phoenix. We saw him at 29 against Miami. Like, the minutes, Stevie, if he's going to play 30 minutes at 5,100 in his offense, I'm in. Um, so, I, I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't mind him at all. Uh, Franz at 6,900, Stevie, really has me intrigued. Once again, this is a tough spot for both teams. This is going to be a really good basketball game. Like, Stevie, this is probably the league pass game of the night to me outside of, like, the fast-paced games. Two competitive teams. Orlando a little bit obviously closer to the bottom than Minnesota is this season in terms of seeding in their conferences. But Orlando is still a team that we think is coming. And so to be able to see these two teams compete feels like the league, one of the league pass games of the night to me. Love Carter Jr., love Markel Fultz, uh, like Franz Wagner, and I think those are my three main plays from the Orlando Magic. Yeah, this is a close game. I mean, Vegas is not showing it as a close game at 7.5, but this is a, a close game. You know, we have number one in defensive rating against number five. Um you know, two of the best defensive teams in the league. Both of these offenses are kind of so-so. Minnesota has been fantastic this season. What, they're like 33, 34, and 14 or something like that, I think I remember looking at. So yeah. they've been they've Number been playing. one in the West last time I checked. They're playing fantastic. I mean, they've been – them and the Boston Celtics have been the two best teams this season so far. So Clippers still going to win the championship. Um so, yeah, I, I like the cheap pieces. And then on the Minnesota side of this game, there's nothing. Okay, Mike Conley came back, played 25 minutes against a very depleted Dallas team, but it was great to see him play 25 minutes in a blowout. Um, he's 5,400. I don't necessarily hate that. 
I don't hate McDaniels here at 4,100, potentially playing 30 minutes. But honestly, overall, I think it's if you're going to take shots on this team, I think it's Cat or it's Edwards. I think both of those guys have upside. Edwards had a terrible game against the Magic earlier this season, but Cat was having a really solid game. And I think that was the game that Edwards either got was sick or hurt or something. Gobert had a big game. Um, what do you like on the Minnesota side? Yeah, not as thrilled about Minnesota because I think their pricing is correct. But Stevie, I don't, I don't hate Gobert. Like as long as he's going to stay in this low seven K range, it's not about the fact that I think he's just going to tee off in general. I think he's just got more rows to hit ceiling than the other guy, even outside the scoring. Like Steve, you know, even if we go back to this fifty-point game against Washington, yes, I know it was Washington, nineteen and sixteen. You know, 47-point game against Memphis, 17-10, I just think he's got ways to get there. So at 7K, I, I don't I don't hate it. Understanding that he could end with 30 fantasy points, just, just mainly a tournament target for him. Finish out the night with Toronto at Houston. Man, we had so many great games to start this late, and we've just finished in the dumpsters. 221.5 total here. <laughs> Houston, a 12-point favorite. R.J. Barrett. Quickly and Podal questionable. Um, Porter doubtful for Toronto. Eason question or Eason out. Sangoon questionable for Houston. Toronto potentially opens up some value on this slate, depending on injuries. Like now, we're even talking about like Jonte Porter being doubtful. He's now hurt too. Um, we'll see if Podal comes back or not in this one. He's been out since the beginning of January. What are we looking at here with Toronto? Um, I think it really kind of depends on injury news. Yeah, if Poto, excuse me, not Poto. Well, yeah, Poto too, but I, I was specifically going to take Porter. If Porter's out, then I think Dad Young's going to play. He's going to have to, especially, yeah, I mean. I mean, he's 4,500. And Stevie, I don't know what Chris Boucher did to the Toronto front office. <laughs> but they, they just keep him around and don't play him. And so I, I feel like. I wouldn't want to play some Chris Boucher, but Dad Young's the guy who's going to get the minutes. He just is. So at 4,500, he's only center eligible too. So, I mean, he's probably just a util play at this point. I mean, it's a short slate, kind of shorter because the slate ends at 8 p.m. But he would be in play, Stevie. Um, you know, uh, if quickly in the game is out, especially him and RJ, uh, Dennis Schroeder's going to be back in play. And he's been playing well with those guys out because he's getting the minutes. I, I took Scotty Barnes the other night. He really let me down, Stevie, but I, I'd be willing to go back to him even at 9K. A lot of other pieces on this slate, obviously, but you know he's still someone I would consider. Bruce Brown is playing big minutes, Stevie. I thought he was a guy that they may have actually tried to hold back a little bit and move, and he's out here playing close to 40 minutes. And then you got Gary Trent Jr., who would also uh, probably play 30-plus minutes if, we get the the wings the wings out, but all in all, I, I know it's news dependent, but I think the wings alongside Dad Young would all be really good value. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sad that they only gave Jordan Nora nineteen minutes the other night. He did the best what he could with it. Um, shot yeah. he was four for five from three. How do you give someone that's shooting that hot only nineteen minutes? Um, they beat Chicago though, so who can really argue with it? But Usage has been really great for him the last two games off the bench. If you want to take some tournament shots on him, I think quickly Barrett, Podal, Porter, all would have to be out for me to play 
Nora here. Yeah. And I mean, Dennis Schroeder, if these guys are out, should play 30 plus minutes in this game. I don't mind looking at the value um, on the Toronto side. And then on the Houston side, I mean, Sangoon being out would potentially change the entire slate. Um, Jabari Smith would be one of the top plays on the slate if Sangoon sat here. And like, it'd be a bump to everybody. Van Vliet would get a bump. Jalen Green would get a bump. Jabari Smith would get a bump. Brooks would get a bump. Everybody and anybody would get a bump here. Um, I, I think like Jeff Green and Samuels would get some extra minutes here if we got news that Sangoon ends up sitting. But Van Vliet, Jalen Green would be too cheap. Jalen Green has been on fire and he has been just a phenomenal producer recently. So I think Jalen Green already towards the top of the list anyway, even in a matchup that's kind of so-so here against Toronto. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I like where this Houston team is, Stevie, just in terms of the pricing, because I do feel like it's it's loose enough for me to uh, take some of these guys. Like Van Vliet has been a guy that I've targeted some, and I know recently, Stevie, we just really haven't seen it because, I mean, Jalen Green has been going nuts, right? And I, we knew this day would come, Stevie, that when he starts when he starts shooting more efficiently. Just look at it. The fantasy scores are through the roof. So, I, you know, I like him. Uh, I don't hate um, – jeez, uh, what's his name? Not Dylan Brooks. Jabari Smith. Like, if we if we get to the point where Shingun happens to sit, Stevie, I think Jabari Smith is going to be uh, someone that we, we really get encouraged to get into our lineup. So, I don't hate that. Um, last but not least – Dylan Brooks, 4,700. I don't hate it. Playing enough minutes. The value is okay. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then send it off to the weekend. For what it's worth, we have a free NASCAR Grinders Live show on Sunday at 7.30 Eastern p.m. And we will get, or that will be like a, 30 minutes before lock on Sunday for the clash. So I'll be answering questions, breaking down the field and stuff like that. So free grinders live NASCAR show this week. Projections and stuff will still be in the premium package. Free. I said free. I said free. <laughs> um, favorite play under five K to go seven X. Will, who do you got? Yeah, Steve, I think you've got some, some interesting spots here. Um, my mind's telling me no. My heart's telling me yes. That sounds like a song. It is. <laughs> Give me. Uh, Will's like processing. You see it like just processing right now. He's like focusing so hard. Give me Cody. Give me uh. Give me Cody Martin at forty seven hundred. The clock is the the clock is ticking in his head. It's just going really, really you know, thinking. I just, like, you know, I hate I, I hate my team right now. But the minutes, man, he just he's playing too many minutes. He's handling the ball a lot too. Um, yeah, give him a little bit of upside. Uh, I talked about this guy quite a bit when we were talking about it. It's kind of in the same game as one that you just mentioned, but give me Aaron Wiggins here at yep. 3,600. I really like him uh, with Joe and Williams out. He should continue to play 20 plus minutes. 
Probably doesn't come off the floor necessarily in a blowout. So I think Aaron Wiggins uh, playable here on the Thunder. Really cheap. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust on this slate? I'm going to stick with how I think this game is going to go, Stevie. I know they're at home. It's risky. Two really good defensive teams. Give me Anthony Edwards at 8,400. That's probably a little spicy today. Going under there. Yeah, I don't mind that one. Um, definitely one that I definitely one that I was considering on this slate. I mean, I think I'm going to go Steph at 9,400. He's been playing phenomenal recently, yeah. but I think this is a spot we kind of see Steph clo- slow down. And honestly, I just don't think Memphis keeps this game too close. So I'm going to go Steph at as my bust today. Uh, favorite 6X play on the slate. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm going with the guy, Stevie, that hopefully they don't switch it up on us. He's been playing fantastically. Give me Jonathan Kaminga, 6,200. Yeah, I like that one. I'm going to go Jalen Green. I think he's $1,000 or more too cheap on at least DraftKings. I like Jalen Green to stay hot. And he gets a huge, huge increase if Sangoon ends up sitting in this game. Yeah. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I'm sure chat will be able to guess mine. I talked about him earlier. Yeah, I, I'm i hoping this is let's get weird. It could it could end up not being so. And so, see if you think, oh, that's probably a little fringe. Let me know, and I'll, I'll come, up, come up with another one. Give me chat home green at 7,600. I talked about it facing Charlotte. I, I can't pass up this spot for him. One of his highest upside spots of the year. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, I'm going to go Gallinari. We talked about him earlier, randomly playing 23 minutes the other night against Cleveland. I mean, this is a team that is missing some bigs with Stewart out, Mascala's out. I think Gallinari has a road for 20 minutes here. He's 3,300, and why not? Why not? That is the question. I mean, there's a plenty of reasons why not, but let's take some shots. Why don't we? Um, any bets on the player picks or pick them? Um, bets on player props or any pick them plays that you like on this slate? Um, let's see. This has kind of been a staple for me. Give me uh, Jalen Suggs is probably going to come in at three and a half rebounds. Give me less than three and a half rebounds. Um, and his minutes are being cut a little bit too, Stevie. He, oh, he's at two and a half rebounds. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. That that extra one. That's, uh, <laughs> gotcha. They yeah. got you. You got all excited. You guys. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, the two and a half. I got to let it go. I can't do it. Give me. Uh, let's see here. See, all, they're on to me now, Stevie. All my staple, all my staple props, they're, they're, they're starting to shift them down. Um, see, they've even got Paolo. So, you know what? I still like this one. Give me Paolo at six and a half rebounds less than that one. Reason being... His rebounding, outside, I, I know he's had like two really interesting games. He's facing Dallas and San Antonio. 
Uh, Minnesota is, is a much better rebounding team, and he has taken a hit overall with everyone back, including Wendell Carter Jr. Give me Paolo at six and a half rebounds. While I think he can really get the scoring going, I'm going to take less than six and a half. And as a bonus, give me Carl Anthony Townsend eight and a half less. That's probably better than the Paolo one, but I still like them both. All right, I am going to go to Devin Booker over 29 and a half points. Atlanta Hawks allow the most points per game to opposing guards. We talked about how bad DeJounte Murray has been and how bad Trey Young has been defensively this season. I absolutely love what Devin Booker has been doing recently. And I'm going to take his over points. He's he's hit this in three of his last five games. He's had some tough, slower-paced matchups in his last two games. It's an extremely fast pace total of two forty-eight and a half here. Uh, going Booker over twenty-nine and a half points. Uh, is there any lines that were standing out to you? Nothing was jumping off the page to me. I mean, I don't mind Golden State at six minus six, but I, I don't really have like a strong lean on lines here. Um, just overall, I. Interestingly enough, I think the Suns beat the Hawks. Give, give me, give me Suns minus three and a half. All right, there you go. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. Come hang out with me in the NASCAR Discord if you're a NASCAR Premium subscriber. If not, come hang out for the live show. Thirty minutes before lock on Grinders Live. We'll have a fantastic weekend. Chat. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you guys again on Monday.